and welcome to the Words of Encouragement podcast, a podcast of love, hope, inspiration, and encouragement using the Word of God for people from all walks of life. And of course, I'm your host, Arlena. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone and thank you once again for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that each and every one of you are in great strength, great health, and most importantly, in great spirits. And as always, before beginning, I'd like to start by giving all praises, all thanks, all praises, all honor and all glory to Father God Almighty his Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, because without them, I am nothing. But because of Christ Jesus, I can do all things through him who strengthens me, including this podcast, as well as this podcast episode. Also, real quickly, I'd like to take some time out to say thank you to each and every one of you who have tuned in to listen, whether that's by hitting play or just simply download. Today is August 5th, hmm. 2023. And the temperature where I'm at, I'm not sure right now. It's 79 degrees. I do apologize. And the time now is currently 7.42 p.m. And in my cup is actually just some ice. I, my computer is extremely slow. I think it took me about an hour just to get up and running. But I did have in my cup some strawberry quick. Kind of reminiscing about childhood days. that you were able to get a chance to catch my last episode, not just the last episode, but also my last series, which was a mini series. And of course, the last episode was part two of the mini series, which is entitled Hell, Is It Real? So once again, in today's episode, I will be bringing to you Another mini series, which is based briefly on the Herodian dynasty. Well, somewhat. The name and title of today's episode is Herodias, a tale of power and adultery, part one. In today's episode, 
was inspired and based on Mark 16, verses 14 to 29, Matthew 14, verses 1 to 12, and Luke 9, verses 7 to 9. And actually, this is a character study, but I had to go a little deeper in order to arrive at the point that I intended to, or I intend to. This is episode number 130. So sit back, relax, grab yourself your favorite hot or ice cold beverage, and join me back here in a few minutes as we get started. So I will see you in a few. Are you looking to spice up your quiet time Bible time with the Lord? Well, guess what? I might just have the right thing to help you. There is nothing better than being able to spend quality and intimate time with the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and in His Word. For many of us, this may look different from day to day. Check out my 20-piece digital quiet time Bible study bundle. It comes with six topical scripture writing plans to encourage and uplift you as well as to help you get into the Word of God. So if you're ready to dig deeper or simply ready to give your Bible study a boost, check out my 20-piece Quiet Time Bible Study Bundle and other digital Bible study resources at Jahira Print Shop. The link will be featured in the description box. And as always, I'd like to take the time out to say thank you to each and every one of you. I do hope and pray that you will be blessed. are listening to the Words of Encouragement podcast with yours truly, Arlena. Stay tuned. So welcome back. And once again, welcome to today's episode, which is entitled Herodias, A Tale of Power and Adultery, Part 1. Now, in order to really know and understand who Herodias was, we kind of need to go back to the beginning of who she really was and where she came from. Now, Herodias was the granddaughter of the late King Herod, who was also known as Herod the Great. This was also the very same Herod who wanted to kill Jesus when he was a baby. So let's start here. King Herod, a.k.a. Herod the Great, the king of Judah, who was born in 72 BC in Edom or Edomia. He died in Jericho and, of course, 
part of the Herodian dynasty. Well, actually, I guess the head of the Herodian dynasty. Now, Herod's children, there were quite a few Herods. We had Herod Antipas was one of his sons. Herod Achillas, Herod II, Philip the Tetrarch, or they call him Herod Philip, Aristobulus, Olympias the Herodian, Salome, and Princess Salampsio. Salampsio. Now, King Herod was, of course, the king of Judah at one point in time who ordered the massacre of the innocents during the birth of Jesus Christ. And when he died, the Romans divided his kingdom among three of his sons and his sister. Herod Achilles became the ethnarch of Judea, Samaria, and Idumea. Herod Antipas became the tetrarch of territories north and east of the Jordan River. Salome I was given a toparchy including the cities of Jabna, Ashdod, and Phasilius. Now, King Herod's father was an Edomite by descent with a Jewish mother. His ancestors had converted to Judaism. He was raised as a Jew, and he rose to power largely through his father's good relations with Roman dictator and general Julius Caesar. Now, Herod was appointed provincial governor of Galilee in 47 BCE when he was between the ages of 25 to 28 years of age. He also executed several members of his own family, including his very own wife, Miriam. And actually, she was his favorite wife. So just imagine. He was given or granted the title King of Judea by the Roman Senate. And he was a vassal of the Roman Empire. He had also overthrown the Hasmonean dynasty in 37 A.C.E. Now, if you're not really familiar with the Hasmonean dynasty, of course, that would be like the Maccabees. King Herod also wanted certain people to be killed the moment that he died so that there would be mourning when he died. Now, he didn't care that they would not be mourning for him. Just as long as there was mourning. He was quite an evil man. He also murdered or executed rabbis along with their students for tearing down the Roman eagle from the temple gate because it was against God's law. In addition to having his wife Miriam executed, he also had her two sons, 
rather their two sons, drowned in the swimming pool next door. In addition to having his late wife, Miriam, executed, he also had her two sons, or rather their two sons, drowned in the swimming pool next door to his castle. This very same King Herod also had his favorite son, Antipater, who plotted against him executed. He also had 45 members of the Sanhedrin murdered. And he murdered hundreds of family members, staff, and thousands of subjects he suspected of plotting against him. Oh, he wasn't taking no chances. He also ordered the massacre of baby boys in hopes of preventing the Messiah from being born. Thank God he never succeeded. At least where that was concerned. So let's get into King Herod the Great a little more. In his will, while he was dying, King Herod wanted his will to reflect the execution of his son Antipater. Now there was a total of six Herods during the biblical times. You had, of course, King Herod, which is Herod the Great, who was the father, the head of the Herodian dynasty. You had Herod Philip, also known as Philip the Tetrarch. He was the son. You had Herod Archelaus, another son. Herod Antipas, another son. Herod Philip II, also a son. And then you had Herod Agrippa, the grandson, and Herod Agrippa, the second, who was a great-grandson of King Herod. Now, Herod the Great died an extremely painful death in Jericho. And after his death, he was taken and buried in an unknown place. And those who buried him were killed so that his burial location would remain a secret. Now, wasn't he paranoid? However... The location of his tomb was discovered in 2008. He was buried at his Herodium Palace. In addition to all his crimes, he wanted to have baby Jesus killed. Now, according to various online sources, King Herod's last days on earth were filled with several major diseases that eventually led to his death. And according to these sources, he had intense itching, painful intestinal problems, breathlessness, convulsions of every body part, and gangrene of the genitalia. It is said that he died from complications of gonorrhea. Sound like he was cursed to me. Like the father hit him with a curse. So that was the brief history of King Herod the Great. So now we move on to his son by the name of Aristobulus. 
the fourth. And of course, he was killed by drowning in 7 BCE. Now, Aristobulus was one of the sons of the late King Herod, king of Judah, as well as one of the heirs of the Hasmonean dynasty. So basically, he was part of the Herodian as well as the Hasmonean. He was also one of the branches of the house of Herod who dominated the entire Palestinian politics for much of the first century. He was a descendant and ancestor of Jewish kings who held control over all Palestine. However, he lived much of his life outside of Judea. Aristobulus was also the eldest son of King Herod, whom he had with his favorite wife, Miriam. He was actually the one who was slated to take over the reins and inherit the kingdom after his father's death. But instead, he ended up falling victim to his own arrogance and court intrigues according to Jewish history sources. His father, King Herod, executed his mother, Miriam, when he was barely three years old based on false infidelity rumors which were spread by his father's sister, Salome I. Both Aristobulus and his brother Alexander were sent to Rome to be schooled under Augustus in 20 BCE. And upon their return to Jerusalem eight years later, they attracted the adulation of many Jews. This was something that offended their father, and it also incited the jealousy of their older half-brother Antipater III, who would feed his father's fury with rumors of their disloyalty. Not only was Miriam King Herod's favorite wife, their sons were also his favorite sons. Now, according to sources, upon many failed attempts at reconciliation between the king and both of his sons or heirs, their father, King Herod, had both sons, which is Aristobulus, as well as Alexander, his brother, strangled on charges of treason, and instead he elevated Antipater to the rank of co-regent. Just imagine. He killed his son, he hit both his sons, as well as their mother. Their mother, Miriam, was his favorite wife, but yet he had her killed. Alexander and Aristobulus were his favorite sons, as well as the sons of Miriam, his favorite wife, and he had them killed. That says a lot, so I guess if he didn't like you, you stood a much better chance. But even though... King Herod had Aristobulus and his brother killed. He never lost his love and affection for Aristobulus's three children, of whom were Agrippa I, Herod III, and none other than our subject, Herodias, who all rose to prominence in the political arena of the next generation of Jewish rulers. So basically, this is going to be 
the end of part one. Now, to know more, you are going to have to come back and listen to the next episode. That is when I will get into the story, and that's exactly when the plot really begins to thicken as we get deeper. Now, trust me when I tell you, this is like a soap opera that you have never seen or heard of before. The Young and the Restless, All My Children, General Hospital, whatever juicy soap opera you can think of does not have anything on this saga. So stay tuned for the next episode. But in the meantime, let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to experience the history of your church that comes through Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. So now we have arrived at the quote of the episode and this episode's quote is So now we have arrived at the quote of the episode. And this episode's quote reads or says God knows he cannot gather the fruit until it is ripe. And he knows precisely when we are spiritually ready to receive blessings for our gain and for his glory. Let me read that one more time. God knows he cannot gather the fruit until it is ripe. And he knows precisely when we are spiritually ready to receive blessings for our gain and for his glory. And of course, that's taken from none other than my favorite devotional, one of the classics, Streams in the Desert. Once again, I'd like to thank you for taking some time out to join me real quickly on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I do hope and pray that this episode of this podcast has been a blessing to you. And indeed, if this podcast or this episode has been a blessing to you, please feel free to share it with others. Remember, the gospel is free even though it does cost us to produce, you know, the work. Please feel free to subscribe to the Words of Encouragement podcast on iTunes.com, Spreaker.com, Podomatic, and everywhere that podcast can be heard, CastBox, Player FM, Podacy, Podtail, Deezer, etc. And of course, Amazon.com as well. You can also feel free to like, share, and subscribe on either one of the above-mentioned platforms. Also, please feel free to check out my other podcast, which is entitled The Nuggets of Thankfulness Podcast, which is a devotional audio featured on Spreaker.com, iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, Podtail, Amazon.com, and everywhere that podcast can be heard. I look forward to being with you on another episode of the Words of Encouragement Podcast. Remember to come back for part two, because that is when the action really begins. I did not want to squeeze it into this episode, even though I know this episode was going to be short, but because of the information that's going to be coming in part two, trust me, I needed to separate it because if I didn't separate it, you'd get lost in the sauce. So come back for part two. And I guarantee you, it will be a blessing. It will definitely, definitely, definitely be a blessing. So remember that as long as there is life, 
It is never too late to accept Christ if you have not done so yet. And if you have, it is important that we continue walking and following the Lord. I know some days it's challenging. A lot of days it's not easy. But either way, God has made provision for us through his son, Jesus Christ. And that we remember that we can do all things through him who strengthens us. And that we are not left here without hope. We do have someone that we can turn to. We do have the heavenly father that we can call out to. On those days when we feel like we just can't make it, we all go through them, including my own self. But remember, God will never leave us. Neither will he ever forsake us. He is a good God. He's a great God. He's a mighty God. So on that note, be blessed. See you next. See you in the next episode. Thank you.